from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And on MixLR, which stands for MixLiveRadio.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, you can become a member. It is free, and it's easy to do. All you have to do is follow us on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Once you do that, you will be connected with WakeUpCall with Dan Satori. You can chat with us in the live chat room, and you'll be emailed every single time the show goes live, so you never miss a broadcast again. And it's super easy to listen to on all of your devices. It's available everywhere in the world. And I cannot thank you all enough for listening here on the show for the first time ever. Not the first time I've gotten to speak with her. And it's funny because she has that personality that I would imagine is that, well, at least my experience of it, is it's that type of personality where you walk into a room, you don't know anybody, you're uncomfortable, you sit next to her, she makes you laugh, and all of a sudden, it, it opens up the room. It's that type of personality. And that's why I'm happy to have her on the broadcast. Carrie Brown is with us. Mary Wood Pacers women's lacrosse head coach is here with us. She's in her first season with the team. And, you know, it's it's just uh, it's a great day to be around good people. And that's that's what it's all about. So, Carrie, how are we doing today? Thanks so much for having me. No, it's it's great. It's um, it's it's great to be on the show. And I'm excited for what the future brings. Absolutely, and, and and to speak on you know what you've had right off the bat, you know right out of the right out of the gate, your first game as a head coach at Marywood, you were on the road at Farmingdale State College. You got the victory, eleven to six. Just what that meant to you that the first time you stepped out as the face of Marywood women's lacrosse, you got a victory. Yeah, it was it was actually unbelievable. Um, ironically, it was after my my grandmother, my my mother's mother's. 90th birthday was the day before so my whole family was on Long Island and it was her mother who had passed last year so they celebrated her first birthday without her and my father's mother had never seen a lacrosse team and she was able to come and Farmingdale State made it great the girls played unbelievable I mean they played out of their minds they were just so spot on my whole family was there so um, to have my Marywood family starting and my have my family supporting I couldn't have asked for a better day to start my head coaching career on. And when you have a moment like that, I mean, just what that does for you, because, you know, life is life is crazy and things go up and down and around the corner. But when that's the first step that you take with Marywood, just, you know, that's something that'll be there forever. Yes. Yeah, it was it was a great starting point. Um, the, the girls were so proud and they're so proud of the program and they were just, you know, elated for me and. Um, it was just a, it was a good starting point. It was, it was so fun to you know feel welcomed and to have that after five weeks of preseason, you get to a game. You know, I have a lot of nerves that day. They have a lot of nerves. You know, and to just settle it all out and and, and get on the field and play, it was spectacular. So it was a great day and it was a good feeling. Um, it was nice all the way around. Speaking here with Carrie Brown, the new head coach of Marywood Girls Lacrosse, Marywood Women's Lacrosse. Just what you can say about. You know what? How these how these young women have responded to you 
coming in and being their head coach, just, just what that atmosphere has been like. Oh, it's, um, they're, they're super hardworking and they're just the nicest group of young women. Um, and they, they just want to learn. They want to get better every day. They come to practice. Practices are obviously different with a, with a new coach. Um, not, you know, and they just have responded immensely and, and compete day in and day out. Uh, it's just a great place to be. Um, them always wanting to get better and, and to say about them as pers- as people, they're just the nicest group of young women. It's so I don't even have to manage that. It's just they're just nice day in and day out, and then they come and they get in between the lines and they compete hard um, and they want to fight as a unit. It's uh, it's something special. It's something special, and, I, and I'm very very fortunate to be a part of it. And to to move forward here, I mean the season for you. I mean that the team doesn't. You know, it's not losing multiple games in a row by any stretch of the imagination in your first season with women's lacrosse. You know, it's gone back and forth if you win, and then there's a loss, and then there's a win right away. Just what you could say about the back and forth start to the season, two and two at home, two and two on the road, just what your takeaways have been. So I would like the consistency to be more in our favor. Uh, we've spoke on that with, with the girls. Um, and, you know, that sports is a game of runs. And we need to limit other teams' runs, and we need to go on more runs. And we spoke on it yesterday that we're in games and we're competing in games. And to just have a quick lapse, we can't have those. And so they've really responded with that, and they come back the next day harder than ever. And they're willing to watch film and they're willing to do all the little things so that we haven't had that, you know, steady decline or, you know, we're just kind of trying to stay middle of the road. But, um, you know, a couple balls bounce a little different here and there and we settle in a little bit, you know, better, we're going to win games. And, and the girls are getting that, and I think they're getting more comfortable with that, um, looking forward to the future. So they understand what it takes. Um, they know what it what it is and the feeling. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see the rest of the season play out. I'm very excited to get into conference play uh, in a new conference this year and, and just fight, you know, for every game and, and every minute. So, that's what we're looking forward to at this point. That coming from Carrie Brown, the head coach of Marywood Pacers women's lacrosse. And, and Carrie, for you, you know, just what it's been like to be in the athletic department at Marywood and to be around some of these other coaches, just, just what you could say about the personalities in the building, so to speak. Yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, new coaches and we're all fighting for the same goal. There's a lot of pride in Marywood Uh, for the alumni. And it's fun to come in with, you know, a lot of new energy, new energy and all these different things in a time of, you know, Marywood changing and, and, and growing. So it's been fun. Um, everybody's super great. Um, awesome people on campus, a very, very friendly community. So I, I, I couldn't have landed in a better place. I, you know, to start my head coaching career, it's, you know, they give me the opportunity to grow every day. They want us to be better. Um, and just the community is, is, there's a lot of pride in this community, community, and it's and it's uh, it's fun to be around. It's a good feeling when you walk into the office every day. People's doors are open. They're saying hello. Um, that's a great feeling, you know, in an athletic staff. What can you say since he's coming up in a little bit? And I always like to to go back and forth with him, and he always knows he's on the hot seat, even when he is not even on the show. What do you think about Enrico Mastriani? Well. You know, he is who he is. No, he's, he's great. He's been, 
He's been good, you know, and and um, he's been super supportive of the program. He's always coming in and checking, um, checking in and, and doing all those different things. So, um, you know, it's it's good to have you know role models like that in the department and different stuff to, you know, to work to work alongside. So, um, he's a super positive guy, and it's been you know it's been fun. And um, he was actually on my interviewing committee, so I have to say thank you a little bit to him for helping me get the job. So. And, and who was on who was on that committee besides Enrico? Uh, Doctor Doctor Mary Jo Gunning, Julie Doherty, uh, the new field hockey coach, and uh, Enrico. Were the, the that was the athletic staff that was in the like in my small meeting, and then obviously campus wide people. But those are my three. So, what can you say about Gabby Holko? What are, What are your thoughts on Gabby the? Uh, the, now that she's gone through her first year as the head coach of Marywood women's basketball, what do you think about Gabby? Oh, she's done a tremendous job. I, I think, um, you know, she, she got those girls to buy in. I went to a bunch of the practices, you know, to just kind of watch. She's got a great spirit about her, and she really pushes her young women, you know, to be better, and she expects – she's very much like me. We're not going to lower our standards. Our standards are high. We're going to reach those standards. It might take a little bit of time. There might be some bumps in the road, but we're going to reach them. And I think she did a tremendous job this season um, with the small number team and getting her girls to buy in and work hard. It was very fun to watch them. Uh, since I came to, you know, Marywood, I was at all their home games. Uh, I don't think I missed a home game. So uh, it was fun to watch them grow throughout the season. And, and the excitement when they won that conference game, I think that's so fun. And when a coach can share that with their players and that bond, um, it's, a, it's just a good feeling. So I'm, I'm hopefully looking forward to very similar things throughout our season as well. What do you think about Gabby Holko being a Duke fan? <laughs> well, I'm a Florida Gator fan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, uh, but you have some uh, Cuse love, though. You have some Cuse love. I do. I do have a lot of Cuse love. Actually, Emily Harris Chuck is one of the stars on the uh, women's team at Syracuse. is one of my former players. But, um... I don't know. Zion's so good. He's so good. I mean, he is as advertised. Like, he just smiles and he's doing playing. You know, I don't know. I went to school in North Carolina. I can't hate on Duke too much. But it's, you know what I like to see? I, I like when athletes are having fun competing in a sport that they are. And, and that Duke team currently is doing that. There's a lot of smiles on that court. Um, Coach K's got him into the same program, so I don't love Duke. I love to beat Duke, but I can't hate on him this year because you know they're, they're just they're enjoying they're enjoying being athletes. They're enjoying competing, and I think as a coach, that's the true spirit of the game. Is you know wins and losses are one thing, but if you're enjoying what you're doing as you're doing that, is a huge thing. Now, winning is way more fun. We make that very clear. Winning is fun. Yeah. And it is fun to win. Yeah. But that enjoying and that smiling and like fun explosive plays and I don't know. That's kind of, those are, you know, big team plays. That's kind of what I look for. So let the madness begin. I'm, I'm on the Duke bandwagon right now. Florida's out. So I, I'd love a little go blue Duke in the final four, but we'll see. Now that coming from that coming from Carrie Brown, Marywood women's lacrosse head coach. Carrie, uh, before we get into something that you have never played 
on this show before, but it's something we've done for years. I was just talking about it with Mike Sugamosto. Rapid fire, where I get to put you on the hot seat and ask you totally random questions, but in an effort to be fair, you get to do the same thing with me. So I have to ask you this before we get into all of that. If and when you've been interviewed before, I have to ask you, what do you think about you know some of the questions that come your way as a coach? Because typically, interviewers are never allowing themselves to be interviewed. So what can you say about your interview experience in the past? Oh, this is it's, I, it's new to me. This is very new to me. So I'm pretty much an open book, you know? Like, I, sh- I mean, I don't know if I want to say that, but like... Uh, it is what it is. Like, you're going to ask the questions, I'm going to answer the questions. I think that's what makes, you know, the the dialogue fun. Um, Do you feel like you're going to have some sarcasm and some comedy that'll come through, though, when you get asked certain things? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I got to make sure, yeah. yeah I can't. Well, it depends on the questions you ask. I mean, if you ask serious questions, I'm going to be serious. If you ask open-ended questions, I don't know what you're going to get. Like... We'll see. <laughs> so. that, that coming from Carrie Brown. Carrie, before we jump into rapid fire, just what you could say about your experience leading up to this, this being your first head coaching job, but what do you, what prepared you for this? What can you tell us about your road to get here? So I, I worked under, um, under Greg Tulich from a mentor, Linda Michael. She owned a club lacrosse um, team up in Rochester, New York, Lady Rock Club, and uh, she was a legendary high school field hockey and lacrosse coach. Her husband was an athletic director. Um, took the job at Brockport, and I went over there, and then we got the job at Fisher together. Uh, what an unbelievable woman that was able to calm my hothead, teach me how to portray my thoughts to young women, and to understand that that they're still able... Women are athletes, so they can still be... You know, There's still a way that we're getting them to compete, and just because they're you know girls or women... They're athletes, and they want to compete, and we have to express that. We have to give them the opportunity, um, but to not, you know, get – I've actually calmed down in my older age, um, which is insane to say, but she just really mentored me and developed me and, and showed me that it doesn't matter where the program was, it's where we're going. Um, we took a team at Brockport that uh, was the Bad News Bears the year prior, and then we lost the conference championship, went to the NCAAs two years in a row at Brockport, and then – went over to Fisher and they hadn't even made the Empire 8 tournament the year before and now they're on seven back-to-back um, Empire 8 championships. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how things are going. You just play for the moment and uh, you progress and you work hard every day um, and, and it prepares you for where you're going. So you just kind of keep those eyes. That's why eyes are in the front of your head. And she always told me that. She said, Carrie, eyes are in the front of your head. Stay looking forward. Stay at those things. And um, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't thank her and her husband enough. He was an athletic director at a high school. So he would always give me those business savvy things, the uh, fundraising ways, you know, the, those type of um, organizational management, sports organizations. Uh, so I was, it was the best of both worlds. Um, and I also worked, you know, I worked in Division Two right out of college at Pfeiffer University. I had the opportunity to go down to Mercer University, Division One, um, and just, and he just realized that, you know, what kind of student athletes I liked and you just build and you put them all in your, you know, in your, in your chapter book and you just keep building it. Um, and, and I'm excited to be in my Marywood chapter and be a head coach and make some of those big decisions, 
you know, that I've been planning for for the last 10 years, pretty much since I graduated college. So uh, it's been, it's been exciting. We talk about, you know, and on this show, and, and I'm sure you heard earlier today, you know, chasing things, you know, people, you know, some, you know, every, people want to talk about what they're going to do. But, you know, when it comes to chasing the things that matter most, whether it's in your personal life or professional life or both, it's not an easy thing to do. Just what you could say about the chase. And like you said, preparing for 10 years, that chase to be a head coach, what made you never stop believing in yourself? I, I think I had a really good support system, and I was able to coach a lot of very, very amazing young women, um, because I did get out of coaching, and I was just volunteering for the past year and a half at, at Fisher um, part-time, because I had to go into the real world. I, you know, I left a coaching job, I moved closer to my family um, to deal with, you know, family stuff that was going on, so I moved back home. I, I left Georgia, I moved home, um, and I got out of coaching but I never stopped coaching. I never stopped teaching. I never stopped doing private lessons because kids were always asking me. They're like, hey, Coach Carey, will you help with this? Hey, Coach Carey, will you help with that? Hey, Coach Carey. So I would just keep doing it and doing it. And then, you know, in, in the middle of November, I got a phone call from a 2016 grad of Fisher. Um, and she was like, Carey, you know, my very good friend is at Marywood. They don't have a coach right now. And I was like, you know what, Christina, like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And she's like, well, I'm very sure. Um, you know, I'm very sure that you're capable of doing this. And I'm very sure that like, Mary would need you and, and you're going to be the best thing. And I'm so grateful for all those athletes that I've impacted. And I think the relationships that I've built um, and in this world, your, your wins and losses matter in the moment, but the relationships you build and those type of things are, are what lasts a lifetime. And, um, I'm actually just walking around my house and I'm looking at all my pictures that when I moved from home, I just pulled out of boxes of my Lady Rock kids, the Fisher girls, the Brockport girls, the Mercer girls, all these teams that have sent me a team picture and they've signed it. And for a while I was like, oh, those are just going to collect dust. But like, I look at those and each one of those teams has a story. Um, and so I think that was why, and that was what the drive was, was what's the story that I'm going to create and um, I'm so happy to be doing what I'm doing every day. I have the best job in the world. I don't care what anybody says. Coaching, sports, impacting youth, the best job in the world. I get to run around every day. Best job. One changer for the world. That coming from Carrie Brown, the new head coach for Marywood Women's Lacrosse. And I don't think it gets better than that, like what you just said. You know, best job in the world to do that. And I would say the same thing with mine for the same reasons. I'm not a coach, but it's the best job in the world. I got to ask that question. And when I did an event with West Genesee State Championship Boys Basketball Team this week, they said, what's your favorite thing about your job? And I looked at them and I said, you guys, it's about community. It's about bringing people together. It's about spreading positivity. It's about showing the world how many great people there are and that hard work pays off and that community is everything and that it takes a village and that you can accomplish anything with love. You can accomplish nothing with hate. You know, I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's everything. So whether you're a broadcaster or a coach in this crazy world we live in, I think that you can agree, Carrie, that when it comes to bringing people together and having a collective and, and having people fight for what's right and do it the right way when they succeed, it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I love that. Definitely. I love that. All that's all that stuff I said, Carrie's response. Yeah. Yeah, it's not hard. Yeah. It's not hard to be a good person. It's, it's not hard. 
you know, it's not hard to enjoy what you do. It's not hard to, you know, bring your best to the table. You've got to just, you work at it and you work at it. But yeah, that's kind of, you know, what the expectation is. And I, I truly believe that, you know, that there's a, there's a plan in place. Yeah. Everybody has a plan in place. And, you know, if you just do your job in this world and you just, you leave it, you know, better than you were, you know, I still have people texting me all the time from all different places. And they're like, coach, I saw you did this coach. I saw you did that. Like, Thanks. You know, you just shoot a quick text. I mean, the, the power of words is, is a quick text from somebody you haven't heard from in six months, six years. That's you, you just get it all of a sudden. You're like, oh, my gosh, I made an impact. Like, what a great feeling for me. And like, how am I going to do it, you know, in return? So, I, I, yeah, that's it. So pretty simple. Yeah, and it's absolutely amazing. So that coming from Carrie Brown, Mary Wood, women's lacrosse, women's lacrosse head coach in her first season there and first season as a head coach. Before we let you go, it's time to play rapid fire. I'm going to give you three. You're going to give me three. I will ask you first. So, Miss Carrie Brown, what is one thing in your childhood that you will never forget more than anything else. What's something that just kind of, whether it's like maybe a material thing that you keep with you in your house now, or it's a memory, what's something from your childhood that's top of mind? All right, so I have a stuffed animal named Elsie, and she is a puffalump. She is no longer stuffed. She has traveled the world with me. Um, she was, I was the baby, and she was given to me by my parents at like one year old, and she was the only toy, stuffed animal, anything. I had an older sister, 18 months older than me. Um, it was the only thing that, like, Keegan could never touch, have, possess. They couldn't take away from me. They couldn't do anything. Elsie was like my blankie. You know, like, Elsie was, th that was it. So I have a stuffed animal. She never leaves my side. When we go on road trips, she goes in my bag. Like, and everybody that knows me knows that I don't care. Every night. So Elsie is my thing. We can take it from me. It's mine. It's only mine. I'm never sharing it. I don't care what you say. And you said it's Elsie, like like Larry Charles? Like, I think. I would spell, I guess as a child, I might have spelled it Elsie. I don't know. I think it was named after, my parents named it after, because it looks like a cow when it was stuffed, I guess. I think after some dairy cow, like, I don't know if it was like Burn Dairy or, or Upstate, like they had a milk cow named Elsie, and so yeah, that's who they named it after. I don't know, but I'm not sure where the name comes from. But I think it's funny so. because, again, in the craziness of how life is, I was working somewhere, and I, I wanted to go home, and it was my mom's birthday, and I wanted to, to go home at the time and whatnot, and I, and I said... And I said to my boss, I said, I have a leadership conference that I have to go to. And I don't lie and I can't lie. So I wasn't supposed to be able to go home and she gets me out of this thing and she goes, all right, I had to go through a bunch of stuff. I had to talk to a bunch of people, but you're going to be able to go home. As soon as she told me I was going to be able to go home, I walked away, thought about it, walked back. I was like, you know what? I lied. I don't have a leadership conference. I, you can fire me if you want to, but I don't want to go home on, you know, on a lie or anything like that. And so she, from that moment on, has called me LC, and she gave me an actual name tag that has that. So I just think that that's funny. So yeah. it's kind of brought it all back. So I have the same name as your stuffed animal. There you go. But for different <laughs> reasons. <laughs> for different reasons. My, se my second question for you is, what is your favorite TV show of all time? 
TV show of all time. Um, oh my gosh. Probably Hey Arnold. Okay. Hey Arnold. I think. Maybe, hey Arnold. All right. I don't know. Like, I watch a ton of Sports Center now that I'm older. But, like, I can still watch Hey Arnold. I can still watch Boy Meets World. I can still watch Stand by the Bell. There was a show called Hang Time back in the day I like. Yeah, I remember that show. It was like the basketball Saved by the Bell. But I think I, I literally can still watch Hey Arnold. I don't care. I've seen it a million times. All right. But hey Arnold. I think that was my favorite, yeah. All right. My third and final question for you, Miss Carrie Brown, is, hmm, what is the one song that you would play in your car every single second right now in this moment? What's the song that's like, it's got you, it's got your mind, you got to play it all the time? Like like a current song right now? Well, so, I mean, whatever's in the car, right? Whatever your uh, thing is. All right, so, like, I've done so many road trips by myself, so that Jason Derulo song, Riding Solo, Anytime I'm going to a recruiting trip, I'm going on a road trip with my girls, like, I always play that song. Like, they just know. Or Nelly, Ride With Me. Like, those are my first two songs. Okay. But, um, hold on. Uh, but, um, the one, the one song that right now is my favorite is, I think, Beautiful, Crazy, you know, Beautiful, Crazy. Yeah. I don't know who it's by. I think that's my favorite song currently. Yeah, and you know what the funny thing is, is is uh, is that I know that song very well because I, and I never grew up listening to country, but now I do, and it's Luke Combs. Luke Combs sings the song. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm loving Luke Combs right now, and I love Kane Brown. Yeah, yeah Kane Brown is good too. And he is, yeah. So I'm a huge country fan, but yeah, that's probably right now. That's my favorite because I just like getting it, and it just makes you feel good. It's it's good. So, yeah. All right, fair enough. So what are your three for me? What's your one thing you have to do every morning before you leave your house? Oh, man. Uh, I always go back and I check on my dog. I give her a cookie and I always go back and I put my hand in, in, in her kennel and I always touch her nose and I tell her that daddy loves her. Okay. I always have to do that. All-time favorite book. Ah, uh, probably anything from Goosebumps. I love the way they smell. I love like the feel of it. I would probably say Monster Blood from Goosebumps. Okay. And then, yeah, third. I had the first two. I was like good with. Okay, if you had like a signature piece of clothing that like people know you by, right? What would it be? Oh man. I definitely have my own style. I'll say that much. If I had a signature piece of clothing, what would they? <sighs> I got to think. I got to think. You know, I've been wearing a shirt. Go ahead. What are you saying? Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, well, I've been wearing this shirt. So I'm a Marvel fan. And I bought this shirt in New York Comic Con. Not this past year, the year before. And it's and the shirt says, Are You Human? But if you if you turn off the lights, it says, are you inhuman? Because, you know, human beings were, you know, were tested on the whole story about it. They were tested on by this by this alien race called the Kree and they got special powers and they're trying to eradicate and kill all these inhumans. So you can only see them in secret. Well, I've been wearing the shirt lately in broad daylight because you can't really see the in in front of human. And I've been wearing the shirt saying, are you human? 
And the it's a very I, I've kind of taken it upon myself to turn it into a very deep shirt and a deep message of asking people, are you being your best self, so to speak? All right. All right. I like it. So that's that's kind of my thing right now. But yeah. So with that being said, final thing, Carrie Brown, Marywood Giving Day is Thursday, March 28th. Why should they give to Marywood Women's Lacrosse? Tomorrow. It's, uh, it's our big fundraiser for the year. And we're hashtagging High Diver Pie. So I came up with, I was the original. I said if we got 100 donors, I would jump off the high dive on Friday night, right after our practice, going into a big weekend. Anybody can come that wants to come. I'm terrified of heights. I don't want to go off the high dive. But that was the one thing that I was like, girls, if I'm going to get in, if I'm going to buy in, you're going to buy in. So 100 donors, 100 donors or more, I'm going to walk up those steps, probably very slowly. I'm going to go right to the edge of the high dive at the Marywood Pool, right in the athletic center, and I'm going to jump right off. And then any donor that donates $100 or more to the Marywood Women's Lacrosse Program will have the opportunity to pie me in the face after our senior tailgate on our on our senior day, April 13th. It's two weeks from Saturday uh, in front of anybody. So I said, uh, hashtag high diver pie. You know, please donate. Please think about donating. Uh, the girls, it's going to go towards a spring break trip for next year. Um, and it's, it just, you know, I think it, I think there's a, you know, a, a buy-in for alumni and people that have been affected through, through college athletics and, and have been able to play, like, just don't go to Chipotle this week, you know, donate, think about donating back, think about giving back to what a great experience college athletics have provided to you or that your college has provided to you. Um, there's always some type of buy-in. I just think it's important that, you know, we give back and we give back directly to things that mean a lot in our in our heart of hearts so just reaching out um i'm super excited about it you know i got all the girls on board families on board we're in so this is gonna be a big day marywood giving day follow us at marywood w lax on instagram my assistant does a great job with our instagram page the link's all there and donate to marywood women's lacrosse yeah absolutely marywood women's lacrosse you can donate Thursday, all day long, Thursday, March 28th, give your donation to Marywood Women's Lacrosse, calling all Marywood <clears throat> alumni, everybody connected to it. Even if you don't know Marywood, give back to this school. It is a, it is a tremendous school and a program run by Carrie Brown and, and just, you know, the positives that you have there for women's lacrosse and all the good things that you do. Carrie, it's the first time on the show and we'll have many more after this. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you so much for your time. Go Pacers. All right. Take care. That coming from Carrie Brown. Once again, Carrie Brown, the women's lacrosse head coach at Marywood University in her first season, won her first game that she had out there. Awesome story to tell.